0: Bismillah walhamdulillah salatu salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome brothers and sisters to episode 2 of four where in this short course we are going through some of the aspects and the important rulings and understandings of the month of Ramadan. This Ramadan course inshallah ta'ala is an opportunity for us to have a taster an introduction to the important matters of the coming month باذن الله تعالى the month of Ramadan. I ask Allah Jalla to allow us to reach the blessed month of Ramadan and that He allows us to be sincere and to carry out that particular act of ibadah in a way that is pleasing to Him, Allahumma amin. Now in the previous episode, we spoke about fasting from a general perspective, speaking about some of the rulings and some of the important aspects of fasting, understanding the key to fasting and that is to gain taqwa, consciousness, fear and awareness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. In this particular episode, I would like to go on to something which is very important for us in the month of Ramadan. It is one of the pillars of Islam. It is an obligation upon every single Muslim to do this every single day of their lives, and that is the prayer. However, in the month of Ramadan, there is a special extra salat that we offer, which is known as Al-Taraweeh. Now, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to us in the Qur'an the blessings and encouraging us to establish the night prayer. It was, as we mentioned, one of the acts that the prior predecessors that they used to engage in. It is the thing that they used to differentiate from the high level, those who truly worshipped Allah subhanahu in the best way, from the rest of people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Kanu min al مِّنَ ma مَا يَحْجَعُونَ in Surah Ad-Dhariyat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that in the night time, they used to, at little, used to sleep. And in the morning, you would find them asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. This is one of the traits, one of the characteristics of the very best of the believers. The Prophet sallallahu said, and is the most, one of the most beautiful ahadith concerning the issue of Qiyamul layl Abu Umama al-Bahili radiallahu ta'ala anhu said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said hold on to the night prayer because it was the way of those who came before you meaning the very best of servants that it is an expiation of your sins that it is a shielding from you falling into sin and it is a cure from sickness subhanallah that you establishing qiyamul layl is a forgiveness of your sins it is a shield for you from falling into sin, and it is a cure for the sicknesses of the body, whether it is a spiritual sickness or a physical sickness. This particular hadith, subhanAllah, really gives me a good understanding of the status of the night prayer. It tells me not only that this is something which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it was from the actions and the ways of the righteous people who came before us that it is something that you can draw close to your Lord, that it serves as an expiation, it serves as a way of your sins being forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it serves also as a shield, and as a barrier that protects you from falling into sin. As we know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, wal That the prayer will protect you from falling into oppression and wrongdoing. This is the impact of the salah. And I'm, I think that you are understanding that when we mention ibadah, when we mention worship, that the person is molding themselves to become a particular person. It is not just routine. It's not just something that you are fulfilling for the sake of doing, but you are becoming a complete human being. That you are becoming the person, the human being, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to be on earth. That is deserving, truly deserving of the reward in the hereafter. You are not people for this dunya. You are not people just to serve and live for this worldly life. But we are a people who live on this earth but our ultimate destination is the hereafter and that we will work for that. And this is one of the actions that will distinguish between those righteous servants to those people who are righteous but do not implement this secret ibadah. There are certain acts of ibadah which we are required to do as a congregation like Salatul Jama'ah and Jumu'ah and Eid. So there are certain things that we do as a community. Everybody comes together. However, there are certain acts of ibadah which, if done, will allow us to be truly sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If I question and ask myself, how can I truly be sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said to us in a sound hadith, that if one of you wants to reach the station of those righteous people, and that they want to purify their hearts and be mukhlis, sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then let them have an action which is hidden from everybody. And qiyamul layl, the night prayer, is one of those actions which is hidden from anybody. So the act of qiyamul layl, the night prayer, enables us to remain sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is nobody there looking at us. There is nobody there for us to show off in front of them and in the last part of the night which the Prophet ﷺ said is the best time for you to offer the night prayer that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the lowest heaven asking "Man يستغفرني that who is asking me for forgiveness that I can forgive them. Who is asking me and supplicating to me that I may answer their supplications. When we understand the greatness of this particular action it should only motivate us more by ibn ta'ala to establish this act which was known only to the righteous of the past. Now we know in the month of Ramadan we offer taraweeh. Is taraweeh the same as qiyamul layl? Is qiyamul layl the same as tahajjud? And is tahajjud the same as tarawih? This is a confusion amongst the Muslims. What we can do to simplify this matter is that tarawih, qiyamul layl, and tahajjud Essentially are one and the same thing But describe the night prayer at the different times that it may be offered So therefore Qiyam layl has a specific time Now it is not an obligation, it is a sunnah It is a voluntary act And we know this, that the Prophet ﷺ During the month of Ramadan, at the beginning when it began That he ﷺ went into the masjid And he began praying on the first night And all the companions, they joined him then on the second night after al Isha, the Prophet ﷺ began to pray again, reading from the Qur'an. And the companions again on the second night followed the Prophet ﷺ praying some raka'at. On the third night, the Prophet ﷺ did not come out, remained in his home. And the companions, radiyallahu Anhum, they waited for the Prophet ﷺ to come out into the masjid so they could continue the prayer in the month of Ramadan. But he ﷺ did not come out all the way until Fajr. The Prophet Sallallahu knew this and said to the companions, "What has caused you to wait here?" And they said, "Ya Rasul Allah, O messenger of Allah, just as the two previous nights we pray with you, we again were waiting for you to pray with us." The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, "I intentionally did not come out, not wanting this to become an obligation upon you." So Taraweeh is not an obligation upon us. The night prayer is not farb It is not wajib, but it is a sunnah act. Now, in the month of Ramadan, it is good to do. It is recommended to do that after Salat al-Isha that the Muslims, they will come together and they will pray some raka'at behind the imam. And if they can, throughout the whole month, maybe finish the whole Qur'an. Now, the Salat that's offered immediately after Salat al-Isha is known as At-Taraweeh. Now, At-Taraweeh comes from the word Raha, which means to take a rest. It was the practice of the Prophet ﷺ that when he would pray two raqah, that he would have a short rest, and then he would pray two more, and then he would have a short rest, and then he prayed pray two more, and like this. So it is not like the obligatory prayers, where maybe remembering that there are different members of the community praying with you. So you cannot make it too long. So with tarawih, which would maybe the ruku is elongated slightly, maybe the sujood is elongated slightly, but there is a rest between them. So the Salah, the Qiyam, which is, or the night prayer, that is offered after Salat al isha is called Taraweeh. The night prayer that is offered in the very latter part of the night is usually called Tahajjud or Qiyam al-Layl. So Qiyam al-Layl is that what is offered after Salat al isha all the way to before Salat al-Fajr. In any of these times, this can be considered the night prayer. There is no specific amount of Raka'at that you need to pray, whether you want to pray two or four or six, or eight. What is easy for you? As we know that the Prophet said, Salatul Layli, Mathna, Mathna. The night prayer is prayed in twos. And if one of you fears that Fajr would come up upon them, then they should pray Witr, one Raka'ah or three Raka'ah, or whatever is easier for you. This is Taraweeh, this is Qiyamul Layl, and this is Tahajjud, which is offered in the month of Ramadan. And it is a practice that, yes, we pray Tarawih every night, And we may pray Qiyamul layl in the last 10 nights, which are the most virtuous nights of Ramadan, seeking Laylatul Qadr. However, it is a practice that after Ramadan, it is hoped that the person who has got used to praying the night prayer, some of that will remain with them after the month of Ramadan. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not expect you to worship Him 100 miles an hour all the time. But Ramadan is a special time which you will make a special effort. That when the month finishes... That some of those good traits that you were involved in the month, they will remain with you. So whereas before Ramadan, maybe you weren't offering the night prayer at all. When Ramadan came, you offered taraweeh. And in the last 10 nights, you prayed qiyamul layl, tahajjud. When Ramadan finished, maybe you now started to pray qiyamul layl once a week or twice a week. Something that you didn't do before. This is how you know, bi'ithin Allah Ta'ala, that Ramadan now was a benefit to you. The ibadah, the worship that you were offering in the month of Ramadan, some of that remains with you. You are not the Ramadan Muslim, but you are a Muslim for all twelve months of the year. So we ask Allah to allow us whatever act of ibadah we implement in the month of Ramadan, that some of those aspects of ibadah of worship will remain with us. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam wanted to mention a very beautiful hadith in which he said alaih sallam that the best prayer after the obligatory prayer to be offered is the night prayer. This hadith is in Sahih Muslim. The best prayer that can be offered after the fard is the night prayer. So all the prayers that a person can offer throughout the day, if we think about how many raka'at we pray. With the fard prayer, we pray 17 raka'at. With Fajr, Zuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha, we add all those raka'at together. This is 17 raka'at. If you add all the sunan prayers with that as well, that you're going to pray before Fajr, before and after Dhuhr, after Maghrib and after Isha, this is another 12 raqa'ah, this is 29 raqa'. If you add a witr, which is let's say three raqa', which now becomes 32 raqa'. Every day, if you offer your furud, your sunnah prayers and your witr, you will have prayed 32 raqa' every single day. If you can add to that, let's say Salatul Duha in the morning, which is maybe at least two raqa'ad, up until 8 raka'at, which is after the sun has risen, before Salat al-Dhuhr, which is called Salat al-Ishraq or Salat al duha So let's say you prayed 4. This is for the 32 that we have, now 36. Let's say you want to offer some qiyam al-layl, the night prayer, and you offer 8 or 10 raka'at. This means that every day you're offering more than 40 raka'at. And with each raka'at, you are making 2 prostrations. That means every day you are making sujood to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than 80 times. If you think about this, how azeem and how great that is that you place the most noble place on your body, your face on the floor more than 80 times. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you and chose you to be from those special servants. This is not something beyond our capability, brothers and sisters, to offer our farood, offer our sunan, and then some qiyam layl you have offered subhanallah more than 40 rak'at and there are more that you can do. So we ask Allah wa ta'ala to allow us to be from those special servants who are from those who involve and engage in this special ibadah which will allow you to follow the way of the righteous servants who came before us. Allahumma amin. The last thing I want to mention to you brothers and sisters is that Qiyam layl has a very special place in the month of Ramadan and that we ask Allah to allow us to establish that and that it remains with us in the next episode we're going to speak about the Quran and the importance of the Quran in the blessed month of Ramadan please join me for that brothers and sisters Wassalamualaikum wa wabarakatuh